Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Hello and welcome back to the Dave Recap Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and I'm here to break down every single episode of the hit FXX comedy series. If you're a fan of Lil Dicky and his unique brand of hilarious and irreverent comedy, then this is the podcast for you. So sit back, relax, and let's submerge ourselves into the world of Dave. This episode is season three, episode one. We are back, baby, after a, a long wait. Actually, it hasn't been that long since season two. Very anticipated third season from Dave. Uh, this episode is titled Texas. Uh, it's also, if you're listening to this, uh, episode two came out. So I will be recording episode two recap and releasing that right alongside. So you will be able to check out my recaps for the two episodes that have been released of Dave so far. This episode came out April 5th, 2023 and directed by Brian Lannon. <clears throat> In this episode, Dave is on a cross, I think in this season, but in this episode, Dave is on a cross-country tour with his pals, Gata, Emma, Els, and Mike. Their first stop is in Texas. Dave is looking for love. It is the Looking for Love tour, um, and Texas is looking for Lil Dicky. Uh, the episode has some new songs from Lil Dicky, as well as Gata. Uh, and is always some, and there's always some uh, hilariously uncomfortable Dave Bird moments, as they always are. So let's get into this episode, opening with a song from Dave uh, about Dave having sex with a woman from one of his concerts that he found in the crowd of one of his concerts. Uh, some confusion over the consensual nature of the choking as far as if she's into it, if she's not into it. Uh, then you have the condom falling off uh, and his only worry is kids as she's also clearly worried about the fact that it might still be up inside of her. Uh, she thankfully finds it um, and tells him not to worry because there's plan B. Obviously, we're living in an era where... Uh, depending on what state you're in, especially Texas, they may not have access to Plan B. I don't know specifically uh, in Texas, but I do know uh, that there are, I mean, there's even retailers like Walgreens that are no longer carrying Plan B. Uh, and uh, in many states, things like things of that nature are being uh, restricted or banned or making illegal, which is absolute insane. Uh, but not to mention the fact that you have to trust this fan, this person you don't know, to actually take the plan B. Which normally I would assume most women wouldn't want a kid from some random guy they just had sex with. But this is a fan and we see that as she lays back down with after, after they do it. Like, okay, found the condom. Okay, you're going to take plan B. Let's relax. Let's lay down. And she takes a selfie of them laying in bed rolls over as she's posting it and under her breath says i just slept with little dicky right so it's like you have to like 
that's a that is, that would be a scary situation, right? You're in this. You're somebody of note. You're have a level of fame. You're somebody that people will be parasites. People will want to take advantage of you. And one of the ways people can take advantage are by having or saying to or claiming to have had illegitimate children with them. Whether they do or not, it is, you know, it is a tricky situation. Regardless, uh, the gang is on the look for love. Uh, it's on, they're on the look for love tour, I should say. And their bus is wrapped uh, with a very Valentine's themed, like it's a very pink bus with a giant picture of Dave kind of giving the Uncle Sam, I want you uh, recruitment poster pose. And they are indeed in Texan, Texas, uh, and they are at a gas station where Gata uh, is trying to calm Dave down about his worries about potentially catching SDDs. Like you can't catch SDDs if you're only doing it for a few seconds. Dave's like, how do you know it was a few seconds? Uh, they both walk into a ga the gas station to buy some snacks and two good old boys are behind the counter. Two old white dudes, like two people you would never see. Maybe only in Texas you would see working behind the counter of a gas station. And as Dave goes up, Dave like pops open a, a, a powdered donut package and starts eating him. Gatum's like, well, you know, I got to pay for that before you eat it. It's like I'm paying for it. Dave goes up to the counter. The guy behind the counter, Dave sees, has a gun, right? Of course, it is Texas, especially nowadays where you, anybody can just have a gun now in Texas. Uh Dave sees the gun, little flustered. Guy asks if Dave found everything he, he needed, and Dave, still with a mouthful of donuts, answers, thus uh, spitting donut dust all over the counter and all over this guy. <coughs> right? Uh, <clears throat> just two old dudes behind the counter. Um, and then Dave asks where the condoms are. And the guy's like right over there and Dave's looking at him and he's all pissed yelling at Gata. He's like, why don't they make smaller versions of these condoms? They're always the same. They make big man magnum condoms. Why don't they make condoms for smaller dicks so they stay on better? And you see the old two old uh, good old boys behind the counter kind of giving each other looks like, what are these people doing? What are these California libs doing in here? Um right cut to them going outside Gata's like talking about the confederate flags that he saw and dave's correcting him saying i think that was just the texas flag and Gata's like whatever it looked pretty confederate uh to me um and you see all the people that are with them on tour you see l's come out smoking his blunt which i would be very nervous about doing in texas uh you see emma come out she's apparently filming a documentary on this whole tour Obviously, Gata is there opening up for Dave. Dave is there. Mike, the manager, obviously. And then the bus driver is there. Uh, Dave decides to walk over and pull his pants down to sun his dick, hoping that the sun rays will disinfect it. Mike comes over trying to compare uh, like what Dave's new sex life is, which he's not very happy about. Dave's not too into the whole casual hookup thing. Far too stressful. 
he really is wants to look for love and mike comparing it to skydiving clearly mike had a skydiving experience that is his favorite story and that comes up multiple times uh, and then you have Emma shooting her documentary, shooting Dave with his pants down below his ankles out in broad daylight. Obviously, it's in the middle of nowhere, Texas. So no worry. The whole time I'm like, I'm like, they're smoking weed. Dave's pulling his pants down. I'm just expecting one cop to show up in Texas and see all of this stuff going on. A pink bus. You got a dude with his dick out. You got black guys and weed. It's like, this is like... This is just like their their catnip. They're like, oh, they're like begging them to be thrown in jail. Thankfully, that doesn't happen. Uh, I'm the only one that was nervous in that point, in that moment. Dave doesn't want Emma shooting him with his pants down. He's like, that's not the footage you should have. And she's like, don't tell me how to do my my documentary, right? Uh, <clears throat> and uh, she also recommends to Dave that he shouldn't sleep with his fans, <laughs> which is great advice. Uh, on the bus, they have some fans with them as they're going to a venue, I guess. Uh, Mike uh, telling his skydiving story again. Gata wants to know what islands they may be going to on this tour. And uh, Dave doesn't know the specifics. And Gata's like, that sounds amazing. We're going to go to the specifics, y'all. Uh, and you see Gata is doing his own solo show tonight. So Dave is has the night off wants to keep his night off wants to take the night off gata invites him to do a, sh uh, a song at his show and dave's like i just want to be a person i don't i don't want to have to perform right uh one of the fans asks emma how she can s resist dave being around him all the time and and emma's like are you serious like emma we know after seeing emma and dave as they worked with each other at the the uh the marketing company like we know their dynamic we know she sees through dave's shit and it's like the least romantic connection if this show were ever to put emma and dave together they would have to do a lot of heavy lifting to get me to buy that because when this fan asks emma if she how hard it is to resist i believe emma's response like bitch please it is effortless for me to resist this wackadoo right uh cut to gator's show gator's show and uh he's doing his song after he does his song the crowd is chanting little dicky they of course want him on stage um and gata encourages dave Els plays some some uh, some horns on the the DJ deck, and uh, Dave's song "I'm Drunk" comes up. So of course Dave comes up and and does his song "I'm Drunk," uh, which new song new song from Gata, new song from Dave. Uh, after the show, Gata's absolutely exhausted. They're like at a club. I don't know if it's the same venue or whatnot. Gata's absolutely exhausted. Apparently, he got a blowjob, and he's just completely wiped. Dave's like, what is your deal? And, and Gata can't even, like, communicate with him. And he's like, I got to go sleep. I am exhausted. I can't do this. Dave is pissed because they had plans to hang out. This is Dave's off night. They got plans. Why are you always flaking on the plans? Right? So now Dave is at this place by himself. And uh, he runs into a very awkward fan who gives him a gift, 
which is a cement recreation of Dave's head. Uh, very awkward fan, very confusing gift. Uh, Dave describes it as sharp uh, and, and obviously heavy because it is made out of cement. Uh, she wants to break into the business, and that's why she's here. Uh, but Dave is positive and encouraging, and he says things are surprisingly possible in life, which is, uh, and go for it, which is good advice. I, I mean, it, it is, things can happen. And they can only happen if you go for them. And the only guarantee in life in anything is to guarantee failure. And that is to not try. It is guaranteed to fail. If you don't try, it's guaranteed to fail if you quit. So as open-ended and unhelpful as that advice can be, it's always, it is always possible to succeed as long as you continue to try. Uh, and she, uh, definitely the very obsessed fan kind of vibes to him. Right. And you know, he's a little off, but he like says goodbye. Absolutely polite it to her face. But then as soon as he goes outside, Dave goes to shoot this gift that he just got like a, 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 a stone basketball into a dumpster, which falls drastically short of making it into the dumpster thus shattering it on the ground just heartbreaking i was expecting i was really expecting this fan to come back in a big way and it never happened i think rather it's supposed to show a contrast to maybe she actually i think she'll come back later on in the season i would not be surprised um otherwise it would have just been some random encounter Let's take a quick break right now to talk about, are you a fan of original artwork and live events? Look no further than the Many Faces series by Ray Taylor and the weekly live stream over at youtube.com slash inspired disorder. This ongoing series explores the endless possibilities of the human face through abstract ink paintings on paper, capturing unique expressions of emotion, mood, tone, and energy in just a few minimal features. Join me every Thursday at 4.20 Pacific Time as I paint live. Follow the Many Faces series and discover the endless possibilities of the human face. Don't miss out on this opportunity to be part of the action and own a piece of original artwork by me, Ray Taylor. Head to youtube.com slash inspired disorder every Thursday to catch the live stream and visit inspireddisorder.com to browse and purchase the many faces artwork. And now let's get back to the show. But he misses, so he's cleaning up this this uh this concrete mess that he made on the the floor outside in the parking lot. Um, and a woman that's kind of tailgating with her, her friend drinking beer in their back of their pickup truck, uh, calls him over. Um, and she says she doesn't know him, but she's like, she knows he's like a musician or whatever. Right. And, uh, and he kind of prefers that. Obviously he wants somebody that's not a fan. Somebody that doesn't know him, doesn't know his work. Right. And he tells her that he's a rapper. He's also a songwriter, you know, entertainer, kind of a guy. Um, and she saw him do the I'm drunk song. Right. Right. So she kind of knows. Um, and she says that uh, she's on her way to being drunk herself as she, you know, shows the beer can she's drinking out of. He calls her jokingly, calls her a pig. 
Um, and you know, it's kind of a nice thing. He finds out she's a nurse and Wednesdays are her Fridays and she's here hanging out, socializing on her day off. And, uh, her name's Campbell, like the soup. Dave loves it. She's adorable. Absolutely adorable. Look exactly what he's looking for. Somebody who's attractive and sweet and nice and has no idea who he is. Somebody that they, they seem to be having a legitimately interesting and like honest connection conversation and dave asks her availability to be hit on which is i would think a very kind of a smooth way to find out if she's single which she kind of stumbles into saying yes and her reaction kind of uh makes more sense uh later on when we find out kind of the truth about her but uh cut to emma inside frustrating she's not capturing enough because she missed these guys who were like literally pouring tequila shots in their eyeballs um and she wished she had more cameras Els is like why don't you just tell them to do it again and emma of course is more dedicated to preserving the authenticity of her documentary of her art and she's like people aren't going to do that again and Els are like are you kidding me this is like their super bowl we come to town this is their biggest event white people act up all the time on camera right and he goes to prove his point goes over to a group of guys that are at the bar and yells white boy summer and the dude's just parroting him repeating right back white boy summer right and it's you know proving their point that like you can get white people to do anything and and of course emma's like sweet this is going to be great getting this footage that she wanted which hopefully we get to see this documentary that she's putting together um and while sitting on the tailgate, so cut back outside, while sitting on the tailgate uh, of Campbell's truck, uh, there's a fan walking by who stops to take a picture of, of little Dickie just at a distance, right? And kind of shouting, LD. Um, and she asks him if that ever gets annoying. And, and Dave's like, yeah, it's praise. I just consider it praise, you know? Um, and she puts out uh, her hand to say goodbye. Was like, well, it's nice to meet you. And Dave doesn't want this to end and uh she invites him it's like well my friend connor's got this party if you want to come and then dave kind of offers like well i've got my tour bus if you just want to hang out here and she's like nah I, you know i'd rather not i'm not a groupie or anything i'm just a normal girl right and it's she's saying everything dave wants to hear um and she's very sweet she's very attractive right and supposedly not into him because of his work, right? Into him because of him. At least that's what he thinks. Dave asks her just to stay a moment because he does need to get something out of his bus. Cut to Dave in his bus watching a YouTube explainer video, an instructional video on the Scroguard that Gata mentioned earlier at the gas station that is something that Mike got Dave and we are now seeing what the scro guard is it is basically like a skin diaper that you wear that has a hole in it for your penis to stick out the instructional video says you can wear any condom with the scro guard and its intention is to protect your other exposed skin in that area to not transfer herpes I would imagine other skin to skin type of sexually transmitted whatevers right it is the most ridiculous thing to watch and to see and to 
and if it actually exists i you know it's i would i i pity anybody that would wear one although if anybody would be able to pull it off it's a guy whose whole thing is about comedy and his penis so wearing that it almost is on brand with dave or on brand with little dicky um so he's trying to put this thing on trying to figure out how it works um and as he's putting it on the bus driver walks in the bus driver's like i hope you're not taking a shit and dave's like no no i met a girl right and uh just needed to change his underwear because the pair he was wearing before was completely covered soaked through and pre-cum which i definitely know what that's like sympathize with dave on that level uh but as far as the scroll guard i can't imagine or ever needing uh i can't imagine how uncomfortable it would be to wear a skin like a like a rubber underwear like you're wearing rubber underwear in an area that already produces an excess of moisture in general to then put on a piece of clothing that's going to restrict any kind of breathability that would just only enhance I was hoping that at the end of this, Dave would be in, have amazing crotch rot. Like it would just lead to some other kind of infectious disease, having this thing causing abrasions and, and, and keeping moisture in spoilers. That's not what happens, but you know, regardless, this thing is ridiculous. Uh, cut to Connor's party. Campbell's telling Dave a story. He finds out she has goats in this story, uh, and uh, he thinks that's mythical. Just adding to her whole mystique, uh, the whole Dave's loving the whole package, right? And you see the other dudes at this party, very annoying, kind of half singing his songs to him as they're going to get beer walking by. Uh, she breaks the touch barrier, which he is very happy about, but then immediately has to break away because she has to pee, uh, which then Dave goes to kind of just say hi to the other people that are there. He's only there for her, but it's a party, quote unquote. There's other people there. So he goes in a living room, kind of says hi to everybody. Uh, but before that lets out a fart, clearly he's holding in and it's a fart that's still restricted by this scrow guard thing. But he goes in to say hey to everybody else. One of the guys sitting on the couch, who I guess is Connor, is like barely alive and so fucked up. And he's like mumbling about Rams, right? And Dave's like, Ram, like the computer component? And he's like, no, like his friend has to translate. And Dave's like, is this dude, is he on like the opium? Like, is this, like I saw the opium, like I've seen opium documentaries and I know this area maybe is this, the area where you have the big opium and I'm very sympathetic to that whole thing. Right. And it's like, I've been to, par I mean, I've been to parties like this, but I've been to parties where dudes have been that kind of fucked up and it's just sad. It is so sad. I've been at work and seen dudes come in like that where they can barely speak. They can barely, they're like, just, just barely alive. It's sad. Um, the other guy 
who's more clear-headed, who was just moments ago singing to Dave one of his own songs, asks if Dave is hiring because he has a degree in golf course management, and they're very related. Uh, and, of course, Dave's like, no, nah, I think we're fully staffed. Uh, then the dude's, like, apologizing for, like, the low-energy party, right? Then this woman named Grace comes over and offers Dave a molly, saying it's purple, and Dave's like, I, I'm good, I just, I, and I don't really know the color spectrum of molly, so... I don't know, you know, I don't know. I'm just kind of here with with her or whatever. And the whole time they're speaking, Dave is struggling to understand anything they're saying. The mix of their accents with the substances they're using is and it's it's I think done on purpose because it is very hard for me as the viewer to even understand what they're saying either. Um then the golf manager guy says, uh Campbell's pussy is like a V, which I have no idea what that means. Uh, then he yells at his friend. He's like, apologize. Like, usually our party is like way fun. We do all these games. And then he yells over at his friends like, hey, go fire up that hot seat. Let's get this game started. This is going to be fun, right? And I'm thinking hot seat, like whatever happens, this is not going to go good. And it's going to involve the scro guard, right? something tells me the hot seats literal which it is um hot seats like this prank phone call based game where you have to sit on a hot plate while making a prank phone call doesn't make any sense it is something that d dumb kids would do at dumb house parties while they're like exponentially dumber from doing a bunch of substances so you know dave's not participating he's just watching with campbell as these people are making prank phone calls they asked dave if he has any famous people he names carlton from the fresh prince they have no idea who that actor is campbell goes to get more drinks and then the other woman comes in and tries to kiss dave and dave's like oh, oh no 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 uh campbell come in here your friends are being weird um and to come to find out campbell passed out on her bed come to also find out that it was her mission to sleep with Dave and Dave finds out that she is actually a super fan that she watched all of his interviews and she knew that that's he would want somebody who didn't act like they were a super fan so she intentionally played it the perfect way uh, to be the perfect girl which Dave didn't even see coming right Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about attention, attention all, all Ray, Ray Taylor, Taylor show, show fans. fans. We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening. And we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. So she's a diehard fan. Dave just wants to leave at this point. And then the golf course dude is begging for Dave to stay, telling him it's the best day of his life. With Dave doesn't know how to respond to that. Like, I'm sorry or congratulations. How is today the best day of your life? It is a very sad uh, type of a thing. And Dave always trying to be respectful. 
Um, and they're begging him. They want to know what it's like to be Dave. They want to know what it's like not to be Dave, but to be little Dicky, right? So Dave sits them down to explain what life is like for him, right? So d he opens up about how weird it is to like p how people look at him, right? And they have all these assumptions about who he is, how he is, how he fucks, all these different things. Um, they expect him to act a certain way, right? And all they want, and eventually all these people that are there listening to him don't care about what Dave is actually opening up about being honest about what his life is like. They all just want to start seeing his dick now. Right. And you find out actually while Dave is, is opening up that his only thing he wants, right. And it's something that he can't ask. He never could feel comfortable is that his dick is at a curve like a manatee and all he's ever wanted. The thing that makes him feel the best is if for somebody to just stretch it out and make it straight right and that's it that's all he wants is somebody to just grab it and make it straight but it's something he can't, doesn't feel comfortable asking anybody which is absurd and it's crazy and these people don't care all they want to do is see little dicky's dick because he's always talking about his dick and never shows it so now he has these people at this house party going to try and they're trying to tear dave's clothes off so they can see his dick. And Dave is like, he's being like assaulted at this moment. And these people are tearing his clothes off. He ends up naked on the ground, except for the scrote guard. They tore off his pants and his shirt. I don't know how the shirt came off, but they all came off. And now you have Dave kind of curled up like this soggy fetus on the floor wearing a scrow guard. And they're like, what is that thing? And he tries to explain it's for like safe sex, but it's like the comedy version. You should look it up on YouTube, right? And then the golf course dude is demanding to see Dave's dick again. And Dave just runs out wearing the scrow guard. And as he leaves, there's like people pulling up in trucks and more people are showing up to this party. And Dave's like hiding and they kind of think that they can hear him. And he's like, what am I going to do? So he just like kind of comes out. And he's like, hey, everybody, party's in there. And this kind of runs. And you hear everybody going like, was that little Dicky?" Right. And then you see Dave booking it, like running like he is scared, which seems like he's scared. And he sees dark streets in this some like Texas, like not suburb not like you know like there's it's not like uh track houses and things like that like it's a little bit more spaced out and he's booking it and then all of a sudden there's this truck driving by that's blasting his i'm drunk song it stops screeches as it passes him and you can hear everybody inside going is that little Dave? that's him that's him and dave cuts through some backyard to try and lose them sees a line of clothes still out at the end of the night right drying outside still so he goes over eyeballing seeing what he could potentially take to put on some guy busts out the back door with a gun to, to dave's head right demanding who he is and dave freaking out just yelling stand your ground you stand your ground i stand my ground and the guy's like i don't think you know what this is like completely confusing the guy but it completely works right you stand your ground. I stand my ground, right? You stand, I, I'm little Dicky. And he's like, bullshit, what the rapper, like, I can't believe necessarily that he just happens to go to a backyard where they know who little Dicky is. But anyway, he does. He's like the rapper. He's like, no way. 
And then he demands Dave prove it. And I'm expecting in this moment to see Dave Bird start to do a rap. Maybe uncomfortable, maybe not good, but that's not what he does. That's not how he proves that he's a little dicky. He just starts doing the, the Dave dance moves. And of course they don't work and the dude doesn't buy it. Right? And then the dude's like, are you a gaming? And, and Dave's like, what, like the, like a, like a lizard, dinosaur lizard thing. And then he's like asking him again. And he's like, oh, are you a gay man? And then he uses the other word. And, and, and Dave's like, well, I mean, by your definition, knowing the type of guy that would be asking that type of question and which is pretty much how they define people who are anything other than straight white conservative, you know? So Dave's like, yeah, I guess by your definition, I am. And in that moment, the dude's wife is yelling at him from inside. So he diverts his attention just long enough for Dave to grab uh, some clothes and run away, right? So he, he avoids that whole thing. Shows up at a, like a little, you know, where there's some shops on the street. And he goes into a massage parlor and is able to call Mike. And while he's talking to Mike, begging Mike, he's like, you need to come pick me up, man. You need to come pick me up. Um, and and the massage parlor lady draws a, a happy face on a sticket note and pushes it in front of him. And Dave's like, Mike, also bring a few hundred bucks, right? Because clearly this is a happy ending place. So cut to dave laying naked on the massage table trying to explain to this woman that doesn't speak english that all he wants is for her to take his dick once it's got blood in it it's crooked to just stretch it and make it straight that's all he wants she doesn't have to do the normal stuff and just couldn't do it trying to do it and she's like no no lay down i'll do it and then she seems like she actually does it and the look on his face is that he actually got the one thing he could never ask for so in some ways this episode ends on a very happy note this has a very happy ending in more than one way uh for dave in a in an episode that was very stressful for him and I would say very scary. I would be very scared in that moment to be around a bunch of people who are demanding to see your dick, tearing your clothes off, chasing you down in a car, yelling at you, playing your music like they have, like they're supposed to be fans, but they're treating you like this fucking like sideshow freak that's there for their entertainment only. And it's just like, ugh. anyway, <clears throat> Feels great to be back with Dave and the crew in another season of Dave. Uh, this season should be a lot of fun as they travel around the U.S. So kind of a, almost like a road trip kind of a season. Also, Dave trying to find love, which seems to be not always trying to find love, but love is definitely something that is important to him. Um, and, uh, it'll be interesting to see how this episode, the season plays out, uh, unlike the beginning of last season, uh, started off definitely a bit more stressful with Dave, definitely stress in this one, but not as much comedy last season. Last season was a lot darker. Um, Dave was very unlikable. And even though he has moments of still being Dave in this, where he's not necessarily likable, 
He's still definitely a lot more comedy in this one. It, it still touches on all of the emotions, I would say. Um, just the last season, very emotionally dense. Much tonally different, heavier season than the first season. So we'll see. It seems like maybe they're finding a balance in this in this season. Um, like last season made me very angry and sad and happy and maybe cried. Just it made me feel a lot made me feel a lot of uh a lot of things um where this season feels a lot more comedy um even though i did love the emotional ride of last season right the the end made me cry how it ended in happy tears um so i'm happy to see how this one starts Uh, a fun start next episode which i am going to be recording and be releasing today So as this episode is out, the next episode where I break down and recap season three, episode two, Harrison Avenue, available now. Um, Back in his hometown of Philadelphia, Dave grapples with his romantic origin story, both both in his art and real life. And that's a wrap for my Dave recap for today. Well, no, it's not. I have one more recap. Uh, but thank you for tuning in. Not uh, sh- Make sure you come back every Tuesday for more laughs, insights, and opinions on this awesome show. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform. Or if you're watching these over on YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder. Until then, I'm Ray Taylor reminding you to keep it real, keep it funny, and keep watching Dave. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.